Hi, this is Dr. Phyllis Hayes-Reams, and welcome to another episode of the Redemptive Brilliance Podcast. Today, I want to share with you the Bible verses that change my grief mindset after the death of my parents. We are now in May, May 2023, and my father passed away in November 2002 on my birthday, early in the morning. And many of you are maybe aware that his passing played a part in leading me into shifting, or at that time was adding hospice and palliative care to my medical practice. And now I'm doing full um, time hospice and palliative care. And he was on hospice briefly. And then my mom more recently passed away in July 2021. Also on hospice, she passed pretty quickly over a matter of really weeks. And a lot of people don't understand, except those of us who do, I think, hospice and palliative care, that although we work in hospice and palliative care, we still grieve. It doesn't mean that in our own personal lives that we grieve any less when we have losses in our families. And it's one of those, if not many of those experiences that can even make us question if we're able to still walk in our calling to work in hospice and palliative care. I know for me, it changed. My dad's passing changed how I approached patient care totally. Um, it added an extra layer of empathy, compassion. Then more recently in an another stage of life, really what about 10 years later, how I went through, how I experienced my mom's passing was something even different. Uh, my mom and my dad, very close. With that being said, I have to admit I was a mama's girl, still am a mama's girl. She's still with me in spirit for sure. And it's very difficult. And now um, in May, this is when actually April, May, but especially in May, her health in 2021 really took a turn. And I have to take a moment and give a shout out to my home care team. They were just simply wonderful. Everyone's so supportive. And I'm going to be honest, although I was very task oriented, um, she really saw me as her, you know, her main surrogate decision maker, because I, you know, am um, and was and continue to carry on that in that role um, as I take care of her business after her passing. I was heartbroken, still heartbroken. Um, as I tell people, loss, grief is not something you get over. I share that with my families of my patients that it's not something you get over. And I think it's very, I'm gonna be honest, I think it's unfair when others who maybe they cope a little differently, maybe they suppress or maybe they just get through it. But I think it's unfair 
when someone in our position who we've lost someone who's very close to us, when other people who maybe they haven't experienced the loss of a parent, they haven't lost, I'm sorry, they haven't experienced the loss of a husband, a wife, a friend, a significant other, a partner, and they say, oh, you know, you'll be okay. Or they expect for you to get over it right away. There's just, there's no getting over it right away. Life has changed, especially if you have a close relationship. I'm be honest, even if you had an adversarial relationship with your parent or parents, there's something that happens when they pass. And I read a book by Alexandra Levy, The Orphaned um, Adults. And it was during, uh, the, I guess, about the first year after my mom passed. And it really made sense to me. It really made sense that um, you do feel like an orphan when both of your parents pass away or the, the main parent that maybe you were closer to, or maybe it was a grandparent who raised you, an aunt or a godmother raised you, but you saw them as a parental figure. And when they're gone, you do feel somewhat like an orphan. It's just, I don't care what your age is. If it happens in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, older or younger, it's a change. and it's even, I feel, even more difficult when you work in hospice and palliative care and you're around death and dying and you're trying your best to comfort patients, comfort families, and you're hurting, you're heartbroken, you're grieving yourself. And it's very difficult at times when, you know, people don't, they, they're hurting. And they'll say to us as, you know, they'll say to me, they say to you, as a hospice palliative care provider, oh, you don't know how it is. And you wanna tell them, yes, I do. And I'm gonna be honest, there's been times in a very loving way I've shared with them. Cause I do think it's important that people understand that we're human beings as well. We don't see them as a number, we see them as a person and we're doing the work because we're, we feel called, we have a heart we to serve and our heart hurts for them. And then when we have, we have, or we're going through a grief process ourselves, our heart breaks for them even more. And I'm going to be honest again, there's some times when I see my patients, their families, and um, around this time of the year as we're getting ready for Mother's Day and Father's Day, when, gosh, I wish I could have one more day, 30 more minutes, one more hour with my mom and dad to just tell them everything that I've seen, everything I've experienced and let them know I love them one more time. So I enjoy those home visits when I go and I have a chance to connect with especially those patients that are around my parents' age and um, would have been around their age. And there's that connection and you can feel their love and their joy. I will never forget recently I had a patient. She I she was singing. She'd been a singer. She had been a seamstress and an educator. And it just resonated with me so much because that was my mom. And she was such a Christ 
centered woman. And it touched my heart. And I almost felt like it was maybe from that scene of that movie Ghost, you know, where Whoopi Goldberg and um, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. And there's that that three-way connection, right? I just felt warm. But yes, there are many times that I wish that maybe I could switch positions with my patient's family for just maybe a day so I could love upon my mom or dad in person. But we know God has another plan. But it's hard. And I know you too have suffered loss. And often we continue to keep going because we're trying to juggle our time off because we have kids, we have other family obligations, and we have to be good stewards of our vacation or, you know, or maybe it's better for us to to emotionally be at work. But we keep pushing along and we're heartbroken inside. So as I said, it has been an adventure. It's been rough. And as I would go places that my mom and I used to go, because I tell people she was my roadie. She was my co-pilot when I would take my kids to their different competitions and events or I was going to a meeting. My mom and I would go together, sorority meeting, we'd go together. Or I would take her where she needed to go at the point she decided she didn't, you know, she didn't need to drive. She spent years of driving. She's like, I don't need to drive anymore. And she's right. So we spent a lot of time together. So as I go to places we used to go together, it's hard. Or things happen in life that I want to tell her about. And I have to remind myself, okay, she's not there anymore. And I will never forget. It was about, ooh, it was earlier in the year. And I was acting as assistant minister at church and our senior pastor was preaching. And I was, my heart was feeling heavy. As you, as you know, when you're grieving, you go through these cycles where you're, you got it you're good. And there's other days where you, you feel it and your heart's heavy. So I was in worship service and I was missing my mom because usually she would have been out in the congregation. And, um, I just was feeling so heavy, like a hole was in my heart and the pastor's selected scripture that he was preaching on. It just hit me in a special way that Sunday. And it just changed my mindset, it touched my heart. And I wanted to share it with you because it really helped me change how I looked at my grief. So I want to share it with you. It's from John, the 14th chapter, selected from the 15th to the 20th verse. And I am reading from, I always have to double check, the New Living Translation. If you love me, obey my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. 
Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. It touched me that Sunday because all at once I had a warm feeling just rush over me as if my mom was telling me this through Jesus's words in the scripture, that she had not left me alone, that I might feel alone, but she had not left me alone, that she had taken me as far as she could take me in life. And now it was her time to go be with the father, but that she had not left me alone. She had brought me to a place and time in life where I had a father God through Jesus Christ to take care of me and advocate for me. And she also had accompanied me to a new place of worship because the Holy Spirit had called onto my heart to move to another place of worship to continue his work as a minister. And my mom came along with me. So we moved from the church that I was born in, that she was married into. So God had prepared all this and prepared her to journey with me to get to the point where then she could go be with him and pass the baton to me in this new place in life, this new place of worship to carry on. I even get choked up thinking about it. So I want you to feel encouraged today. Even when your heart is heavy, it's okay. If you need to go in a corner and cry, cry. Because I have my moments when I say, oh my gosh, mom and dad, I can't believe you left, right? To me, they were bigger than life. And I miss them because I wish that at this stage in my life, I could tell them all the things that I'm seeing and growing, but know that God is with you through his son, Jesus Christ. God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. So continue to know that you are loved. And as I said, don't feel bad when you have those moments. It doesn't mean that you don't believe because you grieve your human. Jesus, who is God, grieved. He wept at loss. Often we as hospice palliative care providers, we think that we're supposed to be perfect because of the work we do, because we, we comfort our patients and their families, that we're supposed to have all the answers and not experience hurt or fatigue or grief. That's not true. God wants us to bring our humanity to our service. So don't suppress it. Take your moment to grieve. Know that there's nothing wrong with you if you, if you ha have moments that hit you more. If you need to get support, it's enough that the kind of work we do, get counseling, get support, whatever you need, okay? May is Mother's Day for those who have lost their moms, you who've lost your moms, it's rough. It's gonna be rough and full of joy because you had her, but also bittersweet. June is coming up next month, the same thing. We miss buying those Father's Day cards and Mother's Day cards. I know as I've been cleaning at my mom's house, I found cards that I gave her. So it's, it's, it's difficult, but know you are loved. God loves you. He sees you. And we in the Redemptive Brilliance community 
our family, our tribe. We love you. So be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. We as hospice palliative care providers, we Christian women working in hospice and palliative care, along with our male colleagues, we have hearts of compassion. We have hearts of Jesus Christ. So along with the compassion that we show to everyone else, I'm encouraging you to show yourself compassion. I love you and appreciate you. I appreciate you supporting this podcast, supporting this ministry. I'm praying for you. Have a very blessed week. As I said, be good to yourself. You deserve it so that you can continue to show your brilliance through the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. Don't forget to subscribe. Please share this podcast with others. Let's grow this movement of letting everybody know that we are here and we stand together as we continue to do God's work. I love you. Be good. I'll see you next time. Bye now.